We've got Brett though, how, how are you doing mate? Obviously, you've had an eventful week would you say? or Yeah, somewhat, uh, just you know, <laughs> sturdily going away. Is He's just sturdily going away, which apparently makes sense. I don't know, mate. <laughs> <laughs> <Sturdily> <laughs> going away. <laughs> what does that mean? I don't yeah. know. Are you, right, let's put this, right, let me get this out here. Are you going Brett- to somewhere called sturdily? <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Premier League Patter with Thomas Hackett, Tom Ryan and Brett Maher. Welcome back to Premier League Patter with myself, Brett Maher, Tom Ryan. No Plato this week. Um, he hasn't. He hasn't technically been invited. Not out of not being good because he's very good. But we put this together last minute because I was meant to be driving um, down south. So there's only the three of us. You're gonna have to make do. We are the core yeah. sort of members. Yeah, that's it. Um, everyone else is a guest. Um, no, I would like you. Would like you, Plato. Sorry about all the I love Plato. He'll be back very soon. So, yeah. Another great week of Premier League footy. Um, I have to say, firstly, thanks to everyone who subscribed. We've actually got a TikTok account now, which I'll leave the uh, URL for. I don't, I don't know what TikTok He's is. He's too old for TikTok. Um, <laughs> if you're Tom's age and you're on TikTok, you're definitely a nonce. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> but well, you do have a TikTok account. Uh, we've got a, a few videos on there, whatever. Follow us. Realistically, though, if you're on YouTube, like, share, subscribe. We really appreciate it. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I have to say that now. We've got Brett, though. How, how are you doing, mate? Obviously, um, you've had an eventful week, would you say? Or Yeah, somewhat. Uh, just, you know, <laughs> sturdily going away. Is He's just sturdily going away, <laughs> which apparently... Makes sense. I don't know, man. <laughs> 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 what does that mean? I don't yeah. know. Are you right? Let's put this right. Let me get this out here. Are you going Brett to somewhere called Sturdily? <laughs> yeah. Brett films uh, after a long, long shift at work. Yeah, he does. And uh, people have actually messaged in and asked, "Does he have issues?" Yes, <laughs> he does. <laughs> but it's also that he's incredibly tired. Like we have to prop his fucking eyelids well, up. We're all the tired. Do you want to say that like again and sound less fucking? Retarded, mate. <laughs> How are you? I'm just steady in a way. You're steady in a way. <laughs> are you sturdily? I'm, yeah, I'm, stu- <laughs> <laughs> I'm just sturdily away. I'm, I'm just, you know. Are you okay? <laughs> no. <laughs> no <laughs> are you I crying? I can't wait for this week to be over. <laughs> yeah. Tom, are you all right? How are you? Fine. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> no, no, all good, mate. All good, mate. Good. You know. Sorry, lads. I'm sturdily away. Best part of the week, you know what I mean? Getting to talk some shit about football, so I'm always happy in you. That's Indeed. true, that's true. Uh, obviously, last and week... And you're okay? I'm okay. <laughs> okay, yeah. brilliant. Let's uh, move on. Yep, yeah, I'm sturdy. <laughs> <laughs> nice and sturdy. Though. Nice and sturdily. I have to pick up uh, our followers on the point that Brett has rejoined our Sunday League team. He hacked it, it for 11 days at Weed Chief and came crawling back. I didn't come crawling. Well, we asked him. I rolled back. back. He rolled back. So we've got Brett back. That's a good bit of news. We should probably crack on. Here are the scores of the correct results so far, minus Plato. We haven't actually looked at his scores. He might have got quite a few right, to be fair. We might have to look at that later on. But here's the table. I'm sure I'm top. I'm sure you're second. I'm sure you're third. Adding on last week's results, you've probably seen the show, but I got two results right. I got the West Brom Burnley game right, and I got Aston Villa Leicester right. I got two points. How many did you get? I got the I got two points. I got the Everton Liverpool game, and I got Man City to beat Arsenal. Correct. Nice. That's the only thing. I got four results: City Arsenal. Uh, where Sheff- am I? Sheffield. Uh, Sheffield United, Fulham, 
West Brom Burnley and Wolves to beat Leeds. Tom, Tom wins last week. Um, I'm sure I might still be top, but it'll have an updated table here. How's this looking? Ahead of our, um, oh, the Rafa Benitez on. Ahead of this week's uh, fixtures. So, I mean, we'll start with Aston Villa tonight. Am I meant to say it night? We no. film a Thursday. I'm always meant to say what day it is. Yeah. It's Thursday. It, we, this will be out by... Friday t- night game. It's Friday. Tonight's yeah, game. Friday night game. Yeah. So, Friday night game at 8 o'clock. We've got Aston Villa at home to Leeds. Two teams that have started off, I think they'll both be very happy, especially Aston Villa with the start they've had. Yeah. Um, Tom, how do you see this one pan out? What, what have you went with for the result as well? Um, so... Yeah, as you said, both teams start well. Villa will be especially happy. Yeah. But I'm actually going for Leeds to pip them away from home here. Um, I'll be honest, I'm not too sure behind me reasoning. Just I think Leeds are play good football. They really get at teams. Mm. And you got to get beat sometime. Yeah. Uh, I just fancy, I don't know, just more like in England, I fancy Leeds just to do it. Um, yeah. Villa played well the other week, late winner. Um, yeah, Leeds 2-1. Leads two one. Uh, what have you went with, Brent? I've went one uh, one. I think it's going to be one of those games where Villa. Well, uh, you can say this every week, and Villa could go on to win the next twelve games in a row, and you might get it right. But I think this might be a game where Villa will start to slowly take the foot off the the pedal, get pegged back a little bit. Yeah, it's you got to remember. Well, he snatched the result last minute last week, yeah. didn't he? Yeah, I mean, they were in the game the whole time. You know, you can't say it was like against a runner player or anything, but yeah, it was a last minute. Yeah, and th- another clean sheet. Yeah. The only two goals they've conceded have been against Mo Salah, and they were both were very well taken goals. Yeah, that's a good start. That, that's that, the only two goals brilliant. they've conceded so it's far. Such a good start. That, yeah. 12 goals, two conceded, conceded the least goals in the league. And yeah. you got to remember, they stayed. They must have scored one of them. They stayed up last game of the. Yeah. This last game this season. And, 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 and obviously, yeah. let's not. I mean, we, we seem to have just got it out of our memories already, but they did absolutely punish, or in Alan Pardew's words, rape uh, Liverpool. You basically uh, raped him there, Gary. Raped him there. <laughs> yeah, you, yeah you can't come on match of the day again. <laughs> yeah. Can, can we uh, just get him out of the yeah. studios? I'm going to get. Yeah. Fucking wanna be <laughs> Philip Schofield. Yeah, let's roll that clip. As a strong boy, knocks him off. Fucking yeah, balls up. Yeah. Absolutely rapes him. I'll rule that clip now. Basically raped him there. That's Tom getting a two-week suspension from Premier League partners. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can't say that yeah. on Match of the Day, but you can say it here. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I've actually went 1-0 Leeds. I think similar to what Brett says. But I, I don't know. I think Leeds are dangerous going forward for anyone. But maybe it's my own understanding of the Aston Villa of old. I think they're probably going to come unstuck. It does seem like they're punching up. They've obviously played very well. Dean Smith's got them really well set up. But you'd like to think... The biggest thing for me was what you said there. Only two goals and it's Mo Salah where they beat Liverpool 7-fucking-two. Yeah. I I hadn't really thought, considered that. That is amazing stat. Yeah, it is. But I think Leeds are very good going forward. They cause Liverpool problems. They've caused City problems. I can't see it being any different. Um, I think it'll be tight one, a tight one, especially in the midfield. Ross Bartley's had a really good sort of uh, impact, and I think he's dovetailing with Jack Grealish so well. <coughs> but Leeds are very good in the centre of the part as well. I'm going to go Leeds 1 0. So nobody's went. One. Nobody's went Villa. No one's win. backed Villa, who were unbeaten. So apologies to Villa fans uh, after a brilliant start for not backing <laughs> yeah. you. Let's, uh, let's see and if they're at home. And the last time they were home, they absolutely demolished Liverpool. My only thing is, I don't want to take up 
too much away from Aston Villa about that fixture, but I think it was more Liverpool's wrongdoing uh, that led to it. Yeah. But anyway, let's see what happens with that. Mm. The game after that, we've got the early kickoff on Saturday. We've got West Ham at home to Man City. Um, personally, I'll start us off on this one. I've went 2-2, um, and I'll tell you why. Because I feel like City have just had a midweek fixture, for one. Um, they're still It's well documented how undermanned they are. And they've got a lot of injuries. Um, and I think West Ham, we keep writing them off every fucking week. And as we've seen last week, keep you know, they've, they've, they've got enough quality to actually to compete in these games. So I think, I think I'm think i going to go 2-2. I know it's Brett making a late change there. Yeah, I only give West Ham Actually, a did you not do that last week? And the first result you put was right. I'm sure you did. I did. West Brom. Uh, yeah, it was technically right. I put 3-0... Uh, Wolves, so I've just got like an extra point. Uh. No. What did you go with through the end? I ended up going 1-1. One, 1-1. One. One, one. Uh. So I was right twice because I put 3-0 and 3-2. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I've put three. T- I've put 2-2 two, two West Ham City because I still think City haven't clicked fully into gear. I don't know if De Bruyne is back, um, which is a big, mm. big miss for them. And I think West Ham, you know, the 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 competed well the last few weeks so that's what I'm going to go with Brett what have you went with I've went 2-1 City uh, I did change it I did originally think 2-0 City mm. I know everyone is right now writing off West Ham uh, but again I think they took advantage I think Tottenham took a 3-0 lead early <coughs> that game where I feel they kind of just took the foot off off it a little yeah. bit and Credit West Ham, they did crawl crawl back into that game. Amazing goal, like amazing, yeah, it's oh, amazing. amazing. Yeah. The, the, the the equalizing goal is amazing, but the actual first goal they score goes in, in the eighty third or eighty fourth yeah, yeah. minute. Saying though, you are right. I think West uh, Man City are going to be a bit leggy off playing midweek, but I still think there's too much quality in that City team. Mm. I think two one to probably right because I do see West Ham grabbing a goal, but I think City have too much for them. Fair enough. What about you, Tom? I'm on three 0 City. I think they'll give them a bit of a spanking. I know they've um, I know they played midweek, but they've been doing that for four years now, um, and continually winning uh, Champions League football, then Premier League football, and I fancy them. Aguero's back in the mix. Uh, they looked they looked tidy the other night against Porto. They uh, moved people around well. I'm not trying to take anything away from West Ham because I think they're, they've proved us wrong already in terms of being quite a solid team but I feel like City are going to start uh, up the gear they don't want to be sat in mm. 11th I can see them turn the screw and yeah I'm going 3 zip 3 zip it'll be interesting to see how Mikel Antonio does He's d- he's been class for the last few months mm-hmm. Declan Rice is I mean he's got his critics he's sort of like yeah, I either love him or hate him Declan Rice I'm in the camp of liking him to be honest I don't think he's as Can good I as the media make him out to be but I wasn't sure on him at all until uh, his interview after the Tottenham game, <laughs> I'll yeah. be honest, and he, pro- he proper endeared his. You've charmed me, yeah? Because he talked so much sense about football in the first place, but just actually buzzing, real proper analysis, not like quite humble, which I'd, I don't know, I'd, I'd pegged him for something different. So I've turned a corner on him now, and I'll, I'll probably view his mm. games differently. Like, he spoke mint, yeah, like, and just and like a proper lad who loved football, you know. Well, he is, I and but you you caught him at a moment where he's excited because they've just 
clawed a point away from Tottenham, who were the informed team potentially in the whole league. But he held himself together in that moment. Yeah, you know? but but the other thing is, mate, is that not going to spur them on against City? Say, yeah. look, lads, we played that fucking good football for, for an eight-minute spell, and look yeah. what we can do. But that's what I would be saying if I'm the manager. I'm saying, look what you can do if he's actually... <coughs> I'm David Moyes. If he's played well for eight minutes, he's, he's got enough going forward. So I, I don't know. I, I wouldn't write them off, but I, I get where I'm, you're coming from. Yeah, I just see City. I like City. I think they've they've got to start stronger, like start from the get-go this week because I think it was 30 odd seconds they were down. I mean, Tottenham would just could have been six or seven. If City get three nil up, they're not one to let it go. Were you put in the group chat after eight minutes? You're like Tottenham are going to run right. I actually said I think it could be a bit of a showcase. I watched it and Tottenham just looked so dangerous, man, going forward and. Harry Kane was fantastic. Mm. He should have had a hat. You see that pass for Hume I've seen songs. his pass. I've seen his finishes. Well, Tottenham's his left the, the last game of the weekend, so I'm, I'm sure we'll, mm. we'll touch we'll on yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. The other game is the, the one of the early, well, the three o'clock kickoff on Saturday. Um, we've got Fulham at home to Crystal Palace. Pretty tough one to call this, uh, yeah. realistically. Brett, what have you put me at? I've went 1-0 Palace. Uh, I don't see Fulham, again, doing too much. I think Palace are... Quite the established mm. Premier League team. This is a game where I think Roy Hodgson again is a title manager to really get get his team to get mm. result here. And I think one 0 I'm going to try and get a score. Say Wilf. Wilfred Zaha. Mm-hmm. Okay, fair enough. What I went the other way. I must admit, I'm now thinking differently. Looking at Palace having, I think they've drew one, lost two of the last three. So. Actually, I would normally tend to think they might turn it around now, but I'm going to stick with my original result. My gut feeling was that Fulham might get that first win here, uh, but I do think it'll be tight. And I do think Palace, like you say, they they are a more well, they are a more established team, mm. obviously, with better, more threatening players. But I don't know. I'd fancy them to nick it. I'll stick with my gut. I did start to reconsider there, but I'm going to say one nil Fulham. One nil Fulham. I've actually I'm going to change my score on there. I'm going to put two one Fulham. Uh, and I'll tell you why, because I watched Crystal Palace against Brighton. They looked very, I was very underwhelmed with people like Townsend and Kiyate, maybe just because they were in my fantasy team. I think you take Zaha, that team that's still That's exactly what I'm, yeah. I think Zaha is a massive focal point for them, and he's also someone who's pretty inconsistent as a player. He can mm-hmm. either be breathtaking or completely just not in the game. So if he has a bad game, then Fulham, it'll play into their favour. I also think... Fulham played very well against Sheffield United, like very, very well. They probably deserved all three points. Adam Luckman was, if you've seen the highlights of that game, he was mm-hmm. incredible. He's got, he's, he's learned so much from going away. He, he ran that game and obviously Mitro missed the penalty. On another day, they should have got three points. And I think now they're going to realise they've got to be clinical to get three yeah. points in the Premier League. I'm actually going to go two on Fulham for them reasons because I think they've got players who are just clicking into place. I still think they're suspect at the back, but I also think Crystal Palace are not up to too much. Well, I laugh at the whole Sahar thing because they put a £70 million tag on him yeah. in the summer and nobody bit. And I was I'm like, sure Everton did mind. <sighs> Maybe Everton, but I, I didn't, can't remember a bit mm. coming in because I, I think they would have took it if they had it. But like I, la- I laugh at that because it's like, yeah, he's worth £70 million to you. That's mm. You know what I mean? It, you, all, the whole every player in City's front line was bought for less than seventy mil. Is he been on any of them? No, he's not. It, mm. It's a high he's tag, I reckon. He's a good player, but it's been it's inflated because he's English. It's been know? the last two summer windows. Yeah, but yeah. I also think, mate, look at the team he's playing with. Yeah. Like if he's in a Man City team, 
If somebody really wanted him, instead of Riyad Mahrez, mate, he probably does have a big impact. If somebody really wanted him, though, they'd go get him. You know. Yeah. Can I be that guy and correct you there? What? He's technically he is English, but he, he plays play for, for England. He plays for Ivory Coast. Yeah. Oh, does he? Yeah, oh well, okay. Yeah. He's he technically English. He's played for England under twenty ones. Right. But he decided. Uh, to play did he not Coast. rescind one of his caps to play for the Ivory Coast? Uh, maybe he did. Maybe he did. Fair play. But anyway, that's going to be an interesting one. That's I think. I on think. Uh, I actually expect a good performance from Fulham yeah. because I, yeah. I, they've got good players going forward. They just need to keep it tight at the back, and it's a massive home game. Another London sort of club. They're going to need to pick up maximum points. Next one's interesting. The five thirty kickoff is Man United at home to Chelsea. This fixture for the last twenty years has just been one of the best of. It's always, uh, it's always produced just magic or, or controversy. Uh, Tom, do you want to start us off on what you went over for that, mate? Yeah, I've went two one Man U. Um, again, could go either way. Two good teams. Werner, look. Class the other week. He was captain of the fantasy team for that reason. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> just blew my mind. No, he's, um, yeah, he looks sick. and um, But I don't know. I st- Man, you uh, blow hot and cold. But yeah. they played the right team in playing us last week because, you know, if you want to bounce back, play yeah. somebody shite like us who'd <laughs> yeah. let you play and just sit back. Yeah. Mm. Uh, it still took them a while to do it, but one they got those three late goals, and then it's a big win against PSG. Mm. Although again, you could argue they're soft touch in some places, but I just fancy them to rally from that. Fernandez is top quality. Um, Mate, he's good, he's good against you. I mean, Rashford was very good against you, and he was very very good against yeah. PSG all night. Yeah. But his goal against you, mate, the simple little back heel, potentially not great marking, mm. but he, he's just he, Man United haven't had that player for the last ten years. Yeah. Bruno and Fernandes. I think with Chelsea's frailties that were shown again last week and dropping them goals to Southampton, mm-hmm. um, that's why I'm edging towards Man U. I wouldn't be surprised if there's more goals from both teams. Well, but Edison I'm Cavani may be coming into the fray. Yeah, that'll be interesting. But um, whether he'll start straight away, I don't know. Against old PSG teammate Thiago Silva, potentially. That's yeah, yeah that'll be a good, good battle. Duel. But uh, I'm saying 2-1 Man U. Yeah, fair enough. What about you, Brett? <coughs> I did originally go 2-1 United. I think 1-1. One, 1-1, one. One, one. fair play. I think Chelsea concede goals. I think Uni- so do United. I think it's going to be a game where both teams know that they're both not the races. So yeah. I think they're both going to line up to try and be solid defensively. Well, neither team has done that so far this campaign. Yeah. Both teams have looked bad defen- defensively. They've looked a bit of a mess on, on games. They've both conceded too many goals. I see goals in it like. I think um, it's got to change for them. I think they have to look. And I think you've got to start strong from your back and then... Because I think if you if you have games... like There's quality in this United and Chelsea team. There's no doubt about that. But I do feel that if they can maybe tighten up the defences and become a hard team to break down, there's, they'll not struggle to score goals with the quality that they've got. Yeah. I just think they've got too many frailties at the back. Mm, I agree. Yeah, I don't think they get screened enough by the midfield as well. But I think I've went 2-0 United because I feel like inexperience. Man United have got a lot of experience in their squad, what we probably don't give them credit for. It's probably because they don't actually play like it sometimes. But throughout that squad, they've got bags of experience, which Chelsea haven't, and especially Premier League experience. This is a sort of fixture, though, that if there's fans there, it would be like a fucking amazing game to be at. Yeah. For the way that it's already sort of... They both had shaky starts, but the rivalry... 
Edison Cavani coming in, I just think it would be a game that Man United would expect to win if there's fans there. But I still think they've got enough to get past them. I think Rashford's in good form. Fernandes in good form. Pogba looked really good against PSG. Um, so I've went 2-0 United. I can't see I can't see Chelsea getting the I like the look of Tellers as well. Yeah, I, he looked I good. He should be he should be starting each he, week, but we'll see. I think he will. Ahead, Luke, also, we need to speak about this. I know it's Premier League. The performance of the centre half of my United midweek, uh, Axel Twanzebe, yeah. who has had a bad injury, he hasn't played since December twenty nineteen. Actually, had I Killian Mbappe. Never seen him play until mate, then. <laughs> had Killian Mbappe in his back pocket. And he was fantastic. Mate, like, let's be honest. He's got to be starting. He's got to be starting this game, surely. He's got yeah. to be. He's got to be. Off yeah, that I performance, mean, if you put him, if you put him, that, you put him in against PSG, against Mbappe and Neymar, and he handles himself, then yeah, I agree. Ha, it, it, that, that formation, I think, complemented United a lot more as well. Mm. I just think, mate. But individually, my United have lacked a mobile centre half. I actually like yes. Marcus Rojo when he played because although he was a fucking loose cannon, he was very athletic. Yeah. Chris Smalling could do a job there because he was quick, but Man United, over the last decade, have always lacked a very mobile centre-half. Lindelof and Maguire are too much, too much alike. He was fucking incredible. I can't imagine Mbappe standing up in Maguire and Maguire getting anywhere near him, but that Axel Tanz, have you seen the highlights, mate? Yeah, no, I watched him. Oh, he was I, I fantastic. Seen him. He was class, yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd he, never seen him play before. He was I'll so assured. He wasn't arsed at all. No, no, he was dead cool. And again, another one who handled himself well. Uh, I like what he said. So re-establishing themselves a bit of like, remember who the fuck you are. Yeah. And he was like, well, we're the bigger team. We're the, you know, respect the PSG, but we are the bigger team. And That's they the are. One. They're a much bigger club. Of course they are. Uh, they've got money, PSG, but they haven't got the foundation of that... Uh, got Man little, United got a little fucking girly players like Lamar who I hate right dies there. and fucking moans little gimps anyway well, that's uh, <laughs> a bit personal uh, the Saturday 8 o'clock kickoff game. we've got Liverpool at home to Liverpool. Sheffield United let's briefly talk about the fixture uh, last week because they had the Merseyside derby the early kickoff on Saturday I think you know by now I hate VAR and it was completely multiplied on Saturday from I think Pickford that tackle is fucking disgusting fair enough yeah. it's a red card I know all these Liverpool fans are easy to well, here's the thing with me about it because and, and maybe this way you're gone with it but I can put in for a second everyone knows and seeing and I think everyone agrees unless you're a fucking arsehole that it was a red card Okay, they've missed it in the game. The referee's made a mistake, right? You can even accept that. You're bewildered, like, why haven't they done it? But why is there no retrospective red card as well? After. You can do it for yeah, an elbow. Yeah. And that is violent conduct. Of course They it say is. it's just for violent conduct. You know, it, if it wasn't Van Dijk, if he tackled me with that, my leg breaks clean and off. Yeah. Van Dijk fucking is tried to play on somehow. Yeah. <laughs> He's lucky but that his leg wasn't planted because that could have yeah. been nasty. Mate, what, what, it went, it went and I thought at first, yeah, he might have broke something there or fractured something. Well, mate, the reality is you're saying he's lucky if his leg was planted. A break, a compound fracture, would still potentially be as bad as ACL damage yeah. that he's done. And what I'm saying is, after the game... They need to be held accountable, like the, yeah. the referees. If Retrospective action. Of course, if it's got to be an either a ban or a red card, yeah. because it is a red card. The part that fucking bewilders me is, how can they not see that? He's six foot four. He's the biggest player on the pitch, apart from Mina. He's, he's, what I'm saying is he's a huge bloke. 
It's a disgusting tackle. They can't yeah. see that, but then half an hour later, yeah. they can see a millimetre of offside. Yeah. How can he not? Well, the, this is the what it's makes fucking it worse. Retarded. What makes it worse, Tommy, is they did see that. Well, They've they got did. it replayed for them over well, and over again. They only looked at it at a potential offside. Fuck far. I think that's but where we're at. Like the thing that was annoying about the whole, like the whole idea, like that it's gave off now with the whole Van Dyke thing is, it's like if. <laughs> A referee calls something for offside. Does that mean he can just turn around and crack a play? And be like, exactly. oh well, he was offside. Yeah, it's, yeah. Off. it's like it's it's still going it's on. Dangerous the game. play. It's, it's dangerous. It's like it means you can get away with like you've got like a small window to get away with. They're just moving someone. further and further away from fucking common I, I sense. Think, yeah. so I dumb. think we all are in agreement in agreement that it's a fucking disgusting tackle. I don't think it's that malicious. I just think Jordan Pickford it's is very very stupid, clumsy. He wants, he's just very clumsy. We're all in agreement of that. But he should be should be retrospective action. It also should be a straight red card. The game gets turned on his head. Yeah. And to be Liverpool fair, realistically, if Pickford gets sent off, they'll probably put a better keeper on because you had Papa Dom hands for Jordan Henderson's winner, yeah. chalked off. Can you just tell us how that's offside as well? I'm not even a Liverpool fan, it's but can you tell us how that's offside? offside. I've, al- offside. I've always been a f- like a big in favour of the original term of the you advantage, advantage goes to the front man. To the front man. Yeah, yeah. yeah well that w- that w- w- what's happened to that? Has that just completely died out now? Because well, 10, it's not offside, and I, and I bet. I mean, apart from maybe Everton fans winding Liverpool fans up with it, I bet you they know it wouldn't be. Not. It's not offside either. We spoke to an Everton fan today who said that. Yes, true. And, and the same that you meant to take the ar- the the offside from an armpit, but like Mina's foot had played him a yard onside. It's just yeah. honestly, let's try and write that game off. Yeah, let's uh, just a big. Fuck VAR, siren, yeah. Fuck VAR. That's fuck where VAR. we're at with that at the Stop minute. Stop VAR. Look. Or, or, you, or, or fucking do it right. You've got everything there to make it right. That's what's infuriating. You've seen the obvious foul and then ignored it anyway. It's, it's, like like it's, it's not like it's interrupting a game for the... For there's no was, fucking crowd. If it was human error, you go, oh shit, they've missed that. It's a disgrace. But you can forgive it almost because it's fun. like you just missed it. But the fact you've actually <laughs> implemented a system to allow you to rectify these problems yeah. and then just ignore them. Why can't be someone sat there and says, oh, get a, get the referee over here and let him have a look at this title again. Well, that's what I'm thinking. These people have all looked at it and uh, went, nah, it's, it's all right. Well, <laughs> you, can I just say one second? Pretty important point as well. Have you noticed how little referees are getting criticised now? Referees don't like to be criticised, but rightly so they should be. And if you, you go criticise t- VAR, because the referees don't want to get involved, because why the fuck would they? Mm. The, all the onus goes on VAR, so all we do is sit here and blame VAR. Realistically, the referees need to be held accountable and say, well, if it's a bad tackle, or if I don't think he's offside, or if I want to, you want to use VAR at your disposal, but yeah, you well, don't want to. Well, that's it. If these referees are supposedly top qualified and blah 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 and whatever else, how the fuck can every you know, Joe Bloggs in a pub with six pints deep. See that Miss, that's a foul Miss, and a referee can't. If you got a thousand referees to have a look at the tackle, every single one would say it's a red card, and every single one would say that um, Man is onside. Yeah. So why is Var not picking that up? So anyway, back rant, rant over, Vaughan. but yeah, but it's important to speak about because I actually no, think no, it's no. genuinely ruining the game. Definitely. I really do. And it's a good job there's not a crowd there, but it's just ruining the game. Yeah, there have been absolute ructions of that. I know, that coming up on the screen, and then you know, you know for a yeah. fact you've been... Oof. The play in Sheffield United at home, um, they looked very good midweek. They looked assured. There was times where they still nearly got in behind. To touch on Liverpool's tactics briefly, Jordan Henderson, who's been missing, and he was missing against Aston Villa... This high line just doesn't work if you haven't got a screen there. 
if you've got players in front of your back line who are going to block the player so you can't pick out these passes, it's completely different. If you analyse the Aston Villa goals, the one thing that they had for nearly every single goal, bar the set pieces, was they had time on the ball. And if you've got time on the ball and pace to get in behind, it's fucking easy. It's, well, that's it's why they brought him passes. on the second half. Uh, although I did actually quite like the work Curtis Jones had done, but it was to cover that ground that but, he wasn't yeah, able but to Curtis cover. Jones still did that. I think the tactics were slightly different. I think that's what they didn't do against Aston Villa. They didn't get in your face. And maybe they found it hard because Jack Grealish and, and Ross Bartley are fucking all over the place. But they'll have to do the same against Sheffield United. But I, I've went 4-0 Liverpool anyway. I went 4-1. I went 4-1 Liverpool. It's, it will be an interesting one, though, going into this game. How Liverpool fare without Van Dijk? Because mm. I can't think of many games off the top well, of my head. I've got to admit, though, this Fabinho was class. Fabinho was, was class. class. I, 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 I think it's going to spur them on. They got, a, they got a solid win against Ajax with a clean sheet. Um, there were still chances, obviously, even if Fabinho got one off the line. But I reckon it's got this injustice of Eleven game is going to spur them yeah, on. And they're the type of team who will come out fighting, you know what I mean? Klopp and, and certainly to be, will. To be fair to Klopp, he's not the sort of manager who will blame anything. He'll say, well, this is what we've got. What's the point in moaning about Van Dijk? I think they'll like yeah. to get on with it. And be, uh, I'd, imagine, I'd imagine they've, uh, all week they've been pissed off about it, talking about it. You don't go about on about it in the press. They're not crying. No. But they'll, be, they'll feel the injustice and they'll use that. And I bet you right before kickoff, he's like... Let's fucking make sure today, then. Let's fucking make sure. Don't leave it to Var's um, hands. So Var went unanimously. Yeah. Um, All for four goals. Four goals as well. Well, yeah. not really giving Sheffield United much hope, but you can probably understand that given the start they've had. Um, the two o'clock kickoff on Sunday, we've got Southampton at home to Everton. This is another one that I think is difficult to call. Um, obviously, Everton ro- top of the league, rightly so. In a lot, of, in a lot of ways, they still played very good against Liverpool, which is something we didn't mention. It was still a very good game. Um, Brett, what do you? How do you see this one panning out, mate? I've went two on Everton. Right. I do still think that Everton have a lot going forward, uh, which will cause a lot of problems for Southampton. I will always say that there's a still that thing of a Danny Ings effect. Whenever Southampton play, he's just the guy who gets goals. He's just naturally a good goal scorer. But yeah, two on Everton. I just feel this is another game where Carlo Ancelotti will have his men drilled. And they'll go into the game as if it's just another game that naturally mm. should be that's there for the taking for okay. them. What about you? Um, well, I've went against me logic that I said of Villa earlier. Of like they've got to come unstuck sometime, uh, which I believe obviously everyone will, Everton as well. But I think they'll continue it this week. I think it'll be a tight game though. I only see a goal in it either way. Uh, and I've went 1-0 Everton. 1-0 I fancy Everton. them to keep it on and... If I'm right and they get the win, that's some fucking start for them. Like that's a great start, man. It's probably the best start they've had in recent years. Definitely, I've went one-one for similar reasons to what Brett says because I think Danny Ings yeah. always off is always a threat, threat and I think yeah. Everton at times look a bit suspect at the back. I think they've probably rode their luck a little bit. Um, with the results, but they have looked suspect in individual instances. So, yeah. and I, I wouldn't write them off. They were three 0 down against Chelsea, were they? Or were they no, it two went uh, one. Well, it went like one nil, one one, two one, two two, three, three. two. Well, three, they drew with Chelsea. Yeah. They put three past them. Chelsea, you know, pushovers really. Um, so I think they'll approach this game. It's at home. They'll approach it in the same manner. I went one one. I think it'll be a good game though. Yeah. Um, the Sunday four thirty kick off is Wolves against Newcastle. Um, I've went 3-1 Wolves, p- 
purely because what I saw for the last 20 minutes from Hughes against Man United was just players dropping their heads, giving up. Mm. Arguably, two of the goals Man United scored could easily be swept up if you just actually keep and concentrated yeah. in the game. The I, f- I think you just give up. Um, and I don't we're, think that's a very good sign. We're, just, we're set up from the start to get fucking beat. Mm. Yeah, it was we're, if you if you sit back and let teams play football, they're gonna play football, and that's what we do every week. We've been we've we've rolled What's the culture luck. at Newcastle? What, what 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 sort of identity is Bruce trying to get you to to I'm play? Seventeenth. Um, no, but like, uh-huh. what is he trying to? I've, I've got no What's idea. Your goal you, at the start you of tell each me, game? man. You tell me. I can't see anything. Yeah, I, I can't see anything. I think it's I've got fucking the rough shit. Idea of what he's doing. I think he, his idea is. Hopefully, maximum I think score. I think he's got about that seems to be it. A list of about five, six teams that I think he knows that the squad that he's got there should be beaten. And then when it comes up against other teams, he's just like, oh well, well, it's part of the, the window, yeah. Well, you look at Liverpool; they've got a real uh, it, it, in the pre-match build-up. Liverpool Ajax. It showed you about the football philosophy and the history of that fixture. Mm. They'd never played each other in nearly forty years, you know. I think Liverpool Ajax in in competitions, which is startling given like so their what history presence. of the fixture or something. Well, the from back, back in, from back in like nineteen sixty, yeah, nineteen sixties. No, they had played, yeah. but not for for so yeah. long. And um, obviously, it was showing you about how Ajax changed the whole because it used to be four yeah. two four formation, and he changed it to a three five two or three four three. Mm. Um, and it was interesting to see that. My point is that Liverpool have got a real identity about how yeah, they play. They've got a real, you know, that they're going to work hard That's on off the ball. Um, the, the, they're going to attack you, yeah, and they maybe gift a few goals potentially, but. They've got attacking style of play. And I look at Newcastle don't. and I think it's all very negative. I fully agree. It's f- it's terrible. I've been saying it for all last season, start of this season. I know we've, we're, where we are in the cup and we've got a couple of results. But what's frust- what's more frustrating is you've got... I don't think he knows how it's set up with the attacking players we've got. But you've got Ryan Fraser and Miggy Almiron on the bench. Mm-hmm. Almiron is arguably our best player. Uh, maximum is in terms of his dynamic... Uh, you know how dynamic he can be, and and he can carve something out of nothing. But as a footballer, will work all over the pitch. Miggy is quality. You've got Callum Wilson who he could bounce off. You've got Maximum who could be in one wing and Fraser on the other. Have some fucking balls and play. Do them you think and let's St- Steve Bruce has got the team uh, that he wants? Yeah. Well, I think he seems to be playing the players that he signed. He's sticking with Kraft. He's sticking with Joe Linton. Joe Linton, the game just passes him by. Uh, Hendrick, the game passed him by the other day. He, um, I don't Joel understand. Joel has got he's got ability. He doesn't seem like a natural footballer. He's not. He's not. This what I mean. We've got our two arguably most. Uh, I mean, maximum. Okay, let's take him out of the picture because he's a unique entity. He's a quality player. But then we've got Miggy and Fraser who. I think Miggy's maybe top assist for us last Wilson. season. Fraser is one of the top assists, and he combines with Wilson. And they've been on the bench for weeks while we can't create anything. And Joe Linton starts. And Joe Linton starts, yeah. and it's mind-boggling, and it fucking irritates us. Yeah. So with that being said, 2-1 Newcastle. <laughs> Every fucking week. Hmm. I'm, I'm always, we're going to win the league, man, if I just get these right. But you know, honestly, I, I'm, I'm trying not to rant too much, but it, it's really, really frustrating to watch, especially when you've got Sky Sports or match of the day, or fucking BT, all telling them how pleased we should be well, the, with the, the thing job is that though, we're the, arg- the argument is, though, mate, had you just beat Man United, you just would have went third. Yeah, I know, I know. Right? I know it's early days, but, but that's, that's a good start. It is a good start, but you're going to get found out because we weren't playing well. If we'd beat them, then great, and I'd be happy to He's be there. He's lucky against Tottenham. But we're not, we're not playing good football most of the time. Maximum, 
He's a yeah, maximum, he's, maximum hides that because people watch Match of the Day and they say highlight reel and they see these amazing yeah. things he's done. They go, oh, fuck, they're dangerous. That is a fleeting moment. And the tactic at the minute seems to be, well, see if he can score then because I don't know what else to do. He's, it's, he's, it's, got, it's, he's got no real it's fucking t- It's, it's no. really bad. And, and we've got players, though, who, <coughs> who I think are capable. I think we've got a better squad who are capable of playing better football just not under this manager. Mm. I'm afraid. Do you know who I think would be a good, what would be a good thing, like for you to do just now? Get rid of Bruce. Try to get Pochettino. Well, he's still. I'd fucking. Uh, co- I'd love it, but I, I think he's he's he wouldn't come. Oh, he wouldn't. He wouldn't work. He wouldn't work. Stipulations of fucking having Michael Ashley. Maybe if we, maybe if it went from straight after Rafa being. I know, out, but if you had a different owner point. as well. Without doubt, yeah, yeah. I think the thing is, we've yeah. got we're, 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 we are like ran by Ashley with a. Th- Wrote a uh, hand room, a throat all the time, and it's well fucking depressing. Pochettino really. had a very good, and he still does, despite sacking him, have a really good. Pochettino's still with just Daniel waiting Levy. for. Uh, I know, but he had a really good relationship with Daniel Levy's me point. Yeah, and that's a real guy who's properly invested in. Look, I mean, you look at what he's done with Tottenham. Mm. He's changed them into like a, a global, like a they're like a you know a top European team now, and yeah, he just. Pochettino would not be interested in the project no, in, in no. Newcastle, the way things are set up. If he's had it fucking... I would love him, though. You're if right. If he had a different uh, ownership... It's someone who could definitely it get the best... If we could have anybody... Like. It will not happen. Let yeah. me just say that. There's a reason no, no, Steve we're not Bruce even is manager. Sack Steve Bruce. They, um, Ashley's happy with 17th, like of I course say, he is. But I've got legitimate fucking reason to be annoyed and stop telling us Sky Sports that we should be thankful for this bullshit. Yeah. On, anyway, I went 2-0 Wolves. 2-0 Wolves. <laughs> I went 3-1 Wolves. I hope we we'll fucking play brilliantly. I went 3-1 Wolves. I think they look good. They got the result. Yeah, they against, do look good. Wolves. They got the result against Leeds. They looked solid. They're in that Portugal strip. They're in the Portugal yeah. strip, right? And I think Newcastle just look a little bit out of ideas, unless it comes from Callum Wilson poking one in or some well, maximum a bit of brilliance from. He him. might surprise us and play Miggy and Fraser, and it might still go wrong. To be fair, because I think the Wolves are still a better squad anyway than us. But I really hope he plays that, and and we and we give them a fight. You yeah, know, fair enough. We've got the 7.15 kickoff um, at Emirates Stadium. Yeah. Arsenal at Tough home to Leicester that. City. Um, I've went 2-0 Arsenal because I like what I've seen of them, especially recently. They look very good against Man City. Arguably um, hard done by to not at least get a point. Yeah. And I think I think they're starting to gel together. I think Mikel Arteta's starting to get the sort of squad that he wants and the way he wants them to play. I see them all working really hard. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think Party came on second half against Man City. Obviously, didn't have much time. Yeah. I think you'll start. And it'll be an interesting duel with Leicester's midfield because they've got Yerry Telemans, they've got James yeah. Madison. They've got good uh, players in the middle of the park themselves. But I feel like the pure threat up front with Lacazette, Maitland-Niles has done very well as well. They've got the young kid, um, England winger, what's he fucking called? The young black Saka. kid. Sacco. Saka. Uh, and Lacazette, I think they've got too much going forward for, List- for Leicester's defence. I don't know if Leicester have got any real injury worries. Uh, I don't know if Vardy's still a bit of a doubt, is he? I'm not sure. I've took I him t- out. I took him out. Yeah, yeah, I think he was a slight doubt. 75% chance. Saying that, Tom, I've went... 2-0 Arsenal mm. but you got to remember that this Arsenal defence is still quite frail mm. I me. mean they conceded one against City mate and they were probably unlucky to concede that as well yeah it's the thing as well mate when you're playing against players like Jamie Vardy if Vardy is in 
it, it it gives Arsenal something to think about. I do think you're right in what you're saying, though. Arsenal are starting to really click under Arteta. Uh, they've looked quite solid. They've conceded six goals in five games. They'll be happy with that, considering what their defence is usually like. Um, it depends if they play with a high line. Vardy, and this is why I took him out last week, he thrives on if you play it against a team with a high line. Against Aston Villa, he just didn't allow him anything. Played with a really low block. I think he will get chances against Arsenal if he scores, if he plays. But yeah. I still think Arsenal got more than enough. I really like Gabriel at the back as well, and Leno. Yeah, I like, I like him. Solid Leno's good I'm slowly starting to be a fan of uh, Kieran Tierney. Kieran Tierney's playing, playing left centre-half. Yeah, they're playing like with the back yeah. three, aren't they? They're playing Kieran Tierney. They're playing Maitland-Niles as a left wing-back. And they've got Hector Bellerin as a right wing back. David Luiz. They've got David Luiz and they've got um, Gabriel and Leno in the mid- I like that as a back sort of six. I like that. Um, it's well so, so they're far. playing quite solid, but the two wing backs they've got, they've got more than enough to get up and down the line. Um, anyway, I'm going 2 0. Tom, what do you yep. want with me? I went 2 2. Um, I am putting a lot of that on Vardy, though, <laughs> playing. <laughs> so uh, I know I won't have time to change it if he's not, but. I don't know. Um, I think Leicester blew a little bit hot and cold, but I think in terms of squads and the way they are and the way they're playing, I, th- I reckon they're actually sort of quite evenly matched. Yeah. Um, they are in the league, certainly. Both on nine, both won three, both lost two. Uh, I fancy a draw, yeah. 2-2. Two, two. Fair Score enough. Draw. Fair enough. You got to remember the two games they've lost is against Villa and West Ham. Mm. So True. it's Arsenal lost against yeah. City and... Else they I, can't I can't remember. That's it. Leicester, like, okay, them teams have City done okay there, but that's losing against teams who last season mm. you would have thought they'd be spanking. Yeah, you true. Know? We've got two games left. We have uh, the 5.30 game on Monday. We've got Brighton at home to West Brom. I've went 1-1. One, you, d- one. you don't have to watch that one. You don't <laughs> have to. Um, I mean, the, the previous West Brom-Burnley game was absolutely shite. Have yeah. you got a vendetta against uh, West Brom? No, just... It's gonna be probably boring, isn't it? Yeah, it's just the typical. <laughs> I hope I'm wrong. Five like thirty Mike, Monday like game. Uh, they w- they were it was a poor game against Burnley, which was, was sort of predicted. Oh, it was dire. Um, first nil nil of the season as well. Yeah. Um, I, I went one one for obvious reasons. I think Brighton they're gonna miss Lewis Dunk after a shitty shitty red card. It was horrible. Uh, cowardice tackle as well. People can see he's trying to w- win the ball and score, but like it was just unneeded. He could have really, he could have broke Gary Cahill's legs. Let's be honest. Hopefully. And I think at the back they're probably not the same without him. I think West Brom blue hot and cold, but I think one one. What do you went with? Two 0 Brighton. Mm. I think West Brom they had that moment where they were starting to look good going forward but I think it's going to be a long season for them mm-hmm. I think Brighton again have got quite a bit of Premier League experience and again this is another game that I think they should be looking if they're to stay in this league that they need to take all three yeah. so 2-0 well both teams who are staying, who want to stay in the league this is a fixture they both have to win it's a yeah. six pointer really already isn't it I think though West Brom kept a clean sheet there's a lot to be said for keeping a clean sheet in the Premier League no matter who it's against they did look good against Burnley as well, and they just didn't have the fi- They weren't good in the final third. If they can put that together, I don't know. I wouldn't surprise if they won this fixture. Well, funnily enough, that's my initial thought, uh, with which is why I've went for one one. But I do. I'm, I, again, I'm not going to change my score, but I, I have been leaning more towards, towards West Brom. Um, not towards Brighton. Towards Brighton. And, and what and what Brett's saying there. Uh, and I like the way Brighton play anyway. Mm-hmm. Like I haven't seen them play a bad game yet. Particularly, they've been beat, but mm. I, they're always 
Oh, it's in, in the it, they're always yeah. quite exciting and uh, they're quite industrious and that might just be the better of West Brom, you know. But well, they got a, the sort of a last five minutes goal. Yeah. Um, I'm going to stick with one one as well though. For who's it? Alexis Mc. McAllister. Alexis McAllister. It's too he's weird he's Argentinian, but yet Scottish. he's got Scottish <laughs> heritage. Class. Alexis McAllister. I mean, he's actually played for Argentina. This is a made-up well. name. Yeah. Class, yeah. You've got like Messi Aguero, yeah. Dybala, then you've just got McAllister. Brilliant. Brilliant. Fabrizio McCann. The last game we've got is Burnley at home to Tottenham. I've went 3-1 Tottenham. Um, I think Harry Kane is possibly in the form of his life, human son. Yeah, I think this I've is probably it. putting it kindly for Burnley. I don't think they've got. I think they're really struggling, and I think they'll not be looking forward to this fixture. So I went three-one. It wouldn't surprise if it was more, but I said this last week, and they got pegged back. So I don't think Burnley got the players to do that. Whereas you know, potentially uh, West Ham have. But I still see them winning. I, I don't. I think this is the most clear and obvious game of the weekend. To be honest, mm. I would definitely say. Well, feel, what have you went with? I feel if Burnley had an actual crowd in, that would no because you know, Turf Moat is quite a like a tough place to go yeah. when there's a crowd in there. Mm. But I went three 0 Tottenham. I think Gareth. If Bale, they had a crowd, then they could potentially get pull someone out the crowd who's a better striker than Chris Wood and Ashley Barnes. Because realistically, one out of two men are probably better. The fucking awful. So I get your point if that's what you mean. Yeah, no. crack gets worse. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> no, went with two one. I went three nil. Uh, like you say, Harry Kane at the minute he's 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 firing on all cylinders. He's he's passing. His range of passing yeah. is stupid. Best. That, that one for the, the, the first one against West. Yeah, yeah, he's, that's exactly. It's the bloke is probably. He's I think out the next passes, year or two yeah. is going to be the. Best yeah. version of Harry Kane we mm. see. I think he's. I reckon he, he's peaking right he's now. He's in the nine and a ten in a lot of instances. What like. do you guys think? Is he? Do you reckon he can be the guy who comes close to beating Shearer? I've already said he, this for years. I reckon he might beat I, I've it. said this um, against Tom. I've said this for to you for years. Yeah. I, th- I think literally he's the only person I can see who'll do it. Yeah. I think Aguero, if he was to stay at City for another three or four years, could have a little. But I think uh, you know what you're saying. To with in a couple of years, we'll see the best of them. I think we're seeing it now, and you'll still see it in two or three years. And that's I the Mourinho effect. I think this, this. Uh, I feel like he's peaking. He, he just he's fucking brilliant. At everything much, he does. How much can be put down to Jose Mourinho's effect? Because if you see on the uh, actual documentary, uh, he bit. says, "Yeah, yeah I'll but take your career here." I, I think definitely a bit, but I think. <laughs> Well, you need a manager who believes in you like that. So, yeah, probably it's got to be a factor without a doubt, but he's just getting better every season at the minute. And at, and, and he's quality, like you say, then passes. It's De Bruyne-esque. Uh, and then he's on the end of them as well, and he's just absolutely top-notch. Can absolutely top-notch. Say, he's fantastic. You know, uh, the last two games Tottenham have played, there was a thing on uh, going into betting. It was, uh, was It was like for Harry Kane to score one, and set Hyungmin Son up one, and Hyungmin Son return the favour. Aye, uh, good partnership. I think was something like uh, I think people were sticking like a fiver on it and getting a grand and a half back. It's not a bad bet, like not a bad bet. Worth putting we're we're put on again. It's on Sky Bet. I think it's called Return the Favour. It's happened the last two How games. B- however, one thing I would say, I've been like. I've been touting Tottenham for the league potentially, and then they went Still and done against you. They Still went and done the most Spursy of Spurs things uh, against West Ham. So this it, that's a worry for me. This season is probably the best season for any team 
to capitalize. really capitalise on the big teams yeah. not really pulling it. I mean, Van Dijk being out for Liverpool is a big thing. City having a depleted squad. The top four is has got Leicester, Aston Villa and Everton. So I know it's early days, but look at last year. Liverpool were running away with it after six games. Like and everyone was thinking, every team was at that moment thinking, "What the fuck are we going to do when we play them?" And you just haven't got that this year. Everything, there's not really any form. Every team seems to be able to be capable of beating everyone and getting a result against anyone. So I think you're right. Tom said this a couple weeks ago. He thinks Tottenham could win the league. I think there'll still be a good price. But I think anyway, three one. You've went three nil. Tom, yeah. you've put two nil Tottenham. Two nil Tottenham. All in favour of Tottenham then. Well, it's it's going to be a good weekend. I'm actually down south till Saturday. Yay. We've got a big game against Marley Potts. We need to fucking beat them. My mind's not on that yet. Oh, well, My mind's on Khabib. Oh, Khabib and Oh, man, I've been waiting for this. Yeah, well, yeah, but I mean, uh, as always, guys, thank you for watching uh, or yeah. listening. If you do listen, because we do have a lot of, pardon me, <laughs> listeners on Spotify, feel free to subscribe on YouTube. We want to try and get like at least 100 subscribers at the end of this weekend. I think that's fair. Yeah. So and as we build that, we want to get you more involved. Yeah. We've got Matty Austin who definitely needs to ring us as well. He's been asking for the last few weeks. So, but yeah, have a good weekend and let us know what your results are or what you've got predicted and what your bets are. And uh, we'll see you later. Enjoy. Wave. Give it a wave. Deli Ali style. <laughs>